go. All right. So, Michael. Yeah. You should probably tell people if all the noise is like audible, just like tell them that the thing is the thing. It shouldn't be. What? Because I when I went outside to check on what was going on, uh, the guy was leaving with his toolbox. So I was like, oh, perfect. Perfect timing. Perfect. He knew. He looked at his watch and he saw a soul of a truck o'clock and he was like, oh, man, got to go and wait for a week for the next episode. <laughs> I know the boys are recording. The news <laughs> at eight told me so. <laughs> so perfect. Uh, well, my roommate is downstairs watching Rush Hour one. So if, if uh, his laugh is audible, then uh, I'm just going to this is me letting you know now that that is what is occurring. I do remember. Your roommate laughing and it appearing on the pod once, but yes. You know, that's about it. And he was watching like Bridget Jones diary or something that was like inappropriate. Like the laugh was not matching. Was not, the yeah. The film. Tonally incorrect. He was watching Schindler's List. Schindler's just, List, yeah. <laughs> he's watching Graveyard of the Fireflies. Jesus. <laughs> he he's watching cackling. Barefoot Jen. <laughs> oh, oh, man, God. we could go on forever. There's a lot of really fucked up sad movies. That he was watching a Serbian film. Oh, gross. <laughs> I mean, that one, it could be because it's just so over the top. I mean, it is awful, but... He was watching. I don't recommend. I don't recommend anyone watch that. It's not even fun. He was watching any film directed by or starring Eli Roth. That's that's fair. That's actually a fair assessment. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, a podcast that some people consider to be the most underrated podcast on the internet. <laughs> I'm your host, Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is possibly the most underrated co-host of any podcast, Michael L. Nance. Michael, what's the L stand for? Literally underrated. Michael, literally underrated Nance. Thank you, mm -hmm. Michael. Uh, every I week... Mean, oh, you go on. Go on. It's accurate, though. I mean, we're just... I, I'm so underrated. I don't I keep checking the charts and I'm not even on there and I'm just like people aren't paying attention and I'm not talking about the podcast. I'm talking about me as an individual. So, you know, put the word out there. I should be higher up in the rankings. Are you saying you should be like a charted artist? A chartist, um, if you will. Yeah, I should be a charted artist and I should be a uh, Fortune 500 company under myself. And, so, uh, so should I. Yeah, just any list. Put me put me higher up. I agree. I agree. You know what? Just here. Here's I'll put you on a list right now. Right. Podcast hosts from the podcast Soul of a Truck. Michael, you're number one. Wow. It's like winning employee of the month. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we just congratulate each other. Exactly. That's that's all we can do. That's all we can Honestly, do. if we were really giving out an employee of the month, we would always be giving it to Ronnie. That's true. He is he's better than we can ever strive to be. Occasionally another member of the band, sometimes one of the off members of the band. You know how it goes. Jake Blanton. Jake Blanton, Ted Sablay, Ray Swin. 
they've all they've all made glimpses, but we have a secret list that we'll we, never share. No matter exactly. how much you pay us, don't even make an offer. It's not even on the Patreon. That's a <laughs> that's a soul of a, of of the truck exclusive internal Soul. revenue service. Sorry, Spence bot is just booting up. Anyway, every week on this podcast, Michael and I discuss a single song by the killers in no particular order. And we don't do it right away. Do we, Michael? No, never. No, be- because every week we have to come up with some sort of idiot cold open. I don't know why I'm introducing the pod this week, because yeah. quite honestly, there's no way in hell you're picking this song as your first episode. I mean, that's true. I've said we've said that about a number of songs, but this is this is one of those that would be appropriate to say that. But that's not to say I don't like this song, but we're not there yet. Um, right. Before before we get to that, there's a bunch of stuff from previous weeks that is being that was discussed on the Reddit that I want to talk about. Okay. So let's go to the Google Doc and so the first thread and you can see the title already and you're just like, oh no. So the title of this thread, and this is from user Koidsman. It says Koidsman. Koidsman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Coitsman. It says you say it with the 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 New York voice. Anyway, he says "Get Trashed" is a great song. Michael, how do you feel about that? "Get Trashed" isn't bad. I mean, it just depends on what you like out of the Killers. I guess it is probably the furthest from modern Killers that any song we've listened to, and I don't think there's going to be one that tops it. It doesn't sound like the vibe or the production quality of modern Killers at all. But I admire it for that. Do you, it's, it's not necessarily a great song, but do you think it's a? Do you think it's an underrated gem? No, I think it's appropriately rated. Really, I actually do think this is an underrated gem. I don't think. I think a lot of the Reddit shits on this song, and I think it's a fucking banger. I think this is where we were at during the episode. I'd have to re-listen, but I do remember being like, "It's okay." You know, it's got very, a very young Brandon feel. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a Dave's apartment song. (laughs) Dave's apartment. Anyway, the thread says, okay, you probably think I'm absolutely crazy, but once you look at the lyrics and see the story of a man so jealous and destroyed inside that he believes getting trashed is the answer. And that's a place we've all been. It's also interesting. He mentions a girl named Brooke. Who's Brooke? Michael, who's Brooke? She's not Tana. I know. And I'll tell you what, she doesn't move much. In the killer's pantheon, Brooke has not moved. She just won't budge. <sighs> really? Yeah. Okay. That's accurate. Okay, I look mean, it up. Look yeah, at the no, no, that's that's right. That's the right <laughs> lyric. If Brooks been meant, I mean, I appreciate the fact that this is undoubtedly about a different woman than Tana, and you know, you think Brooke is who got murdered? And oh wait, no, that was Jenny. Jenny got murdered. <laughs> Jenny got murdered because she was a friend, perhaps of Brooke. Brooke married, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses. Sure. 
Brooke married a uh, Macy's Day parade float. Which one? Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird? <laughs> Tweety yeah. Bird is like a minor. <laughs> the, it was. It's a float. It's a balloon. I'm sorry, I misspoke. You can marry a balloon no matter what character it depicts. It doesn't matter. Even if it's like a really young balloon? Yeah, you could marry one of the babies from Rugrats if it was a balloon. Because it's also a made-up character. It doesn't represent anyone real. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, that's actually accurate. You should see some of the videos Spencer finds for the cover section. It's true. <laughs> so so that was the first Reddit thread. Um, 10 out of 10, Koidsman, you are a hero. We love you. Okay, next up, we've got one from... We didn't even introduce the song. We haven't done the song yet. This uh, is this is pre-song Reddit. Oh, pre-song Reddit. Interesting. Yeah, this is, okay. this, Sorry. Is, this is Reddit stuff that isn't song-related, but is worthy of discussion this week because it's either pertaining to... This really is like a very seeker-sensitive episode, isn't it? <laughs> So, OK, I, I just didn't realize the formatting. You can continue. I mean, we've we've done this for the last month. <laughs> um, I don't believe you. OK, anyway, so this is from user Radio Bucks 93 TK7 okay. concept. So TK7. <laughs> so since TK7 has been described as a concept album, what do you guys think the concept is? Michael, what do you think the concept is? Uh, the concept is about the, the child of the two clouds that are flying together and imploding the mirage. And his name is Cody and he's a miracle. You heard it here first, folks. Exclusive content from Soul of a Truck. We don't need to read the rest of the thread based on that. I do feel like in a previous episode, we've talked about tk7 being a concept album but i can't remember what i said it was going to be though i do remember we made cody the miracle the crux of the thing but i think it's because we both are obsessed with that song title because it's so ridiculous it's i still don't think it's even going to be on the on the album to be honest with you i mean you know i wouldn't be surprised if all of the song titles that were on there were mostly bamboozles yeah i i'm gonna be hurt because i think cody the miracle is legitimately one of the greatest song titles i've ever seen in my life what if it's called ronnie the miracle i would uh, my review already just of this of that concept quote i cummed end quote (laughs) okay imagine that's on the back of the album it's like in the album liner for like the greatest hits version pages are stuck together (laughs) (laughs) no it just says like a quote you know i have sometimes they have blurbs on like the back of books Co- and cody the miracle is a 17 minute drum solo and then <laughs> and then ronnie leans very close to the mic and just goes i'll cummed. and that's the whole thing <laughs> that's the whole song man i would be that would be uh, in my favorite charts for a long time true true facts okay and last but not least before we get into the song uh this is a cover of the song miss atomic bomb by uh user Maria Quevedo and this I found while looking for covers this week and I'm like well we have to talk about more fucking Miss Atomic Bomb covers right Michael of course absolutely because hell is doing that episode forever 
It just keeps follows me everywhere. I can't escape it. Man, this is a consummate Spencer Polio cover. Uh, is this is this another podcast about girl. going to jail thing? Yeah, this is a this is a teen girl and she's got a green Jackson guitar. It's a pretty nice guitar. She's yeah. sitting in front of a counter and there's like a water jug. The, the counter is covered with those signs that you see in like every Chili's and diner. I think this is a good cover, though. Yeah, this is a good cover. I, yeah. I think we should I think we should do one of these a week until uh, until you want to kill yourself. Man, I'm not going to make it to episode 60. That's that's literally next week, Michael. We're just going to we're just going to replace you with Sandy and we'll move on with our lives. Fuck. Damn it. I was pretending to be dead. So you'd be scared. I was going to scare you straight on pod. Yeah, you know, that's not going to happen. So you don't believe that type of uh, therapy works? If you want, I, I hate using the word therapy there. You don't believe that approach works? No, I I think it, uh, especially with the kind of people who they're trying to scare straight. I, I think that it tends to not work. Just because, uh, you know, it's 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 a rebellious attitude. Right. And if you're rebellious and someone's trying to, like, scare you into doing something, you know, you're basically being threatened to to do a thing. And that just doesn't work. Uh, but please don't take my advice on this. If you think it works, there are professionals who can inform you if it does or doesn't. Spencer is a licensed podcaster, so you can yeah. take his advice if you want, though. I'm a licensed, but I'm not a professional, like, psychologist. I will say, before we go on to the next thing, hmm. that it, it, continuing to talk about Miss Atomic Bomb, I did make a meme for the Instagram. I finally got back to it. You did. I'm proud of you. Uh, hey, it was tough, y'all. I you got my. I had to get the editor back on my phone and... You know, do my shitty Photoshop. All of those. Here's true facts in the pod for the in its tucked away in a, a secret episode here out of my mind. The secret episode. <laughs> it's that I do all of the memes on my phone with my finger. I have never used a computer once. I do things with my finger sometimes related to the podcast. Oh, man, this is still a podcast about going to jail. I'm talking about <laughs> editing, you fucking pervert. <laughs> I got to click and drag things. What do you think I used uh, to click my fucking head? I thought you used um, speech commands. Computer function. <laughs> yeah, or, like the guard. Or, or the Scotty thing. Hello, computer. Anyway. <laughs> uh, favorite Star Trek movie. Go. Uh, man, I really like um, First Contact. Why? I love First Contact. 
I just really like the concept. It, it deals with a really cool sci-fi concept. And like, you know, we go back in time to the first moment when humans made contact with an alien life uh, or an alien species. And uh, the way that it's presented is really interesting to me because, you know, I could do a whole other podcast and, you know, shout out to Tom Delange on aliens and like the different, uh, I guess, criterion that people think would be preventing us from meeting extraterrestrial species. So basically, like all the why aren't the aliens coming and visiting us theories? Right. And I'm pretty sure that in First Contact, it's presented as a, I can't remember what this one's called. I think it's like it, it's basically the principle that aliens haven't met us yet because they don't give a shit about us. Like they've flown past Earth and been like, oh, there's stuff alive there. But they're just like, you know, screaming apes that still like kill each other for fun and shit. So no pass. But then in First Contact, we like he builds a ship that can go or it can travel at the speed of light, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. They achieve warp for the first time. Yeah, that's what it is. They achieve warp for the first time. And aliens, you know, do the thing where they pull down their shades while they're driving because they're checking you out. <laughs> and they're like, man, I want a piece of that blue planet. Anyway, look forward to pod to Michael's new podcast. Where are they at? A podcast about <laughs> where the aliens are. Yo, <laughs> uh, this fall on NBC. Exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, the song out of my mind. I will say, Spencer, this is going to be one of those apps. Really? Why do you think so? No, I mean, one of those apps where I accidentally said the name of the song. Did you? And, yeah, before you did. Wait, when? I was telling a story and I accidentally said the name of the song and that's why I laughed. Wait, when? I was like, God dang it. When did you do it? I didn't even hear it. You'll 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 hear it in the re-listen. Oh, OK. Um. Well, in that case, I'm, when you say it, I'm just going to. Starts the song. It's like tradition. It's got to happen. Yeah, I'm going to start the song there. And anything after that is just canon, even if it how how early was it? Um, I mean, we did. We continue to talk for like a good minute or two. Was it somewhere during the aliens thing? Like, yes, yes. Because I was listening for it. And what oh, happened? Because I thought you were going to do it and then you didn't do it. And then Jesus Christ, listening comprehension uh, much. Well, Spencer, it's probably hard when you're, you know, your other monitors are on your various other uh, interests, you're, which you're... is really just pictures or videos of people in their living rooms playing guitars. It's true. However, I don't have I only have one monitor that is, that blows my mind, Spencer. How do you only have one monitor? I hate having well, three reasons. One, I don't have room on my desk for it. Two, and I'm holding up three fingers, which you can't see. But for the record, I'm holding up three fingers for no fucking reason. Uh, <laughs> two, 
I've never been a fan of multiple monitors. And three. Mm. That's Uh, the third one's the most, you know. Yeah, you didn't. I wasn't convinced until the third reason. Exactly. So, Michael, it makes total sense. So, Michael, the song Out of My Mind by the band The Killers. Yes. Out of My Mind. By The Killers. Um, This song is okay. This this song is like a true six to me. A true six. Yeah. Like I don't, it's not, it's got some interesting elements to it. So I, I kind of enjoy that about it. I don't know that I'd go out of my way to listen to this song, but it's better than what we just dealt with last week. So better than Miss Atomic Bomb. Better than Miss Atomic Bomb. Um, it's kind of got a cool 80s vibe, which I appreciate. Yeah, I think it reminds me of a little bit of Shot at the Night. I think it's kind of groovy. Like I'm I've right. I've enjoyed the hell out of the song. I think the 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 lyrics are hilarious. I'm I'm really looking forward to reading the lyrics because they are pretty they're brandony. They're, they're perfectly bananas. They're 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 just reference and reference and reference. I think I think already that's going to be part of what the month of May ends up being. Because next week's song we've already picked out and it is just full of fucking references. And so uh, one, look forward to that. And two, just. <sighs> I just love it when when the killers do this shit. I love it when they're just referencing old stuff, which is funny because I didn't like Miss Atomic Bomb last week. (laughs) That's true. I guess this one just has a different vibe to it, the way that things are referenced. Uh, I honestly maybe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is this album's Neon Tiger. (sighs) Neon Tiger's a better song. I agree that Neon Tiger's a better song. Spoilers. Wait, have we but done Neon Tiger? We we've done Neon Tiger. We Troy is oh. on that episode. Oh shit! Wait, he is. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that is a bonkers episode. Go back and listen to it. I don't even remember doing it. Hey, everybody! It's episode thirty-five. Go listen to it. Go How do you know specifically what episode it is? Did you Brittany like? Listen- and I listened to it <laughs> recently. You, yeah, like when did you listen to this? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this weekend, Brittany and I listened to several episodes of the podcast. So oh, that's cute. She was making fun of me. So for what? And, you know, in like a the way that is yeah. endearing in the way that couples do. No, I know. Yeah. But like for what? what uh, did, for my is this just... ridiculous jokes. And she always rolls my eyes when I talk about dumb bullshit like Shrek. So. <laughs> You know, that's uh, oh, OK. It just comes with the territory. Yeah, no, so. it's, it's it's that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Brittany also and you guys can listen to Brittany speak in one of our exclusive episodes where we talk about post-punk revival. Uh, Bert, and Bert has a has a literally an episode before 35. Bert is on there. That's right. Oh, yeah. And she's on life to come, right? Yeah, that's the episode. Yeah. So that. You you already know if you've fully listened to the pod that Brittany Brittany is not is not a huge fan of the killers. So it's a very that influences things, too. It's but I mean, I will say she loves Mr. Sunstin. 
So everyone loves Mr. Sun's 10 that y- you have to Godzilla fan 9000 slash Mr. Sun's 10. The, the truly our favorite member of the podcast friends who's not who doesn't know they're a friend. One day secret friends of the pod <laughs> secret or un <laughs> what's un un something non uh, non-consensual friends of the pod hi welcome to welcome to so soul bad. of a drug a podcast about going to jail yeah. <laughs> jesus for cyber crimes for for cyber crimes yeah so michael yes. for for once for once this is so good you know what we have this week i'm so happy there's what? a bunch of threads of people shitting on this song oh, on yes. the reddit yes thank you people thank you i love it i love when pe- I, I just even with songs that i like i like reading consenting opinions just so i can see where other people are at with this one but this is also incredibly validating i like this song this is not validating at all well buckle up then all right so this is from user pring cult Opinion out of my mind is so overproduced and it sounds infinitely better live. And he has a link to a live version. Live version. Okay. You want to listen to this or do we want to wait till we get to live versions? Let's wait till we get to the live versions. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, I, it's, it's, I think that this, I bet that this song sounds better live. Well, luckily it is one of the live versions I selected. So, ha. I figured as much. Let's see what people think. Uh, Stardust Forever disagrees and says it's the best song on Dub Dub. And then Controversial is oh, yeah, let's see. Bear Scout says, oh, boy, you should read this. Ooh, ouch. OK, Bear Scout commented. Wait, wow. They commented this two months ago. OK, sorry, I thought I said two minutes. <sighs> Almost oh. all their shit these days is mediocre and overproduced. Oh, boy. This is all they offer anymore are these cookie cutter canyon of synthesizer sounding songs. Man, that was a synthesizer sounding songs. Cookie cutter canyon. Excellent alliteration, friendo. And well, and that's sibilant too. Look it up, guys, gals, people, humans. It's been that way for a couple albums now. Bring back the guitars or at least get creative and bring a change of pace. I pray TK7 isn't Wonderful, Wonderful Part 3 because Part 2, Imploding the Mirage, just wasn't enough of this sound? Come on, guys. Step outside. The air is fine. Scale it back. Bring back the guitar and let's go. Well, oh, wow. we, we should be getting uh, Dave on this next album. So, yeah, bada I mean, bing, bada boom. that probably influences it a little bit. I don't know how much, it, you know, Ted is involved with the songwriting. But I don't think at all, to be honest. with uh, you. Yeah. So, I mean, that would make sense if you're rate basically writing these songs to be centered around synth or bass, but not even bass for Wonderful Wonderful was did Mark help with the recording of Wonderful Wonderful? No. So it was just basically Brandon. No, and no, Ronnie. Mark, Mark was in Wonderful Wonderful. I don't know what I'm saying. OK. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So, yeah, I mean, you could center a song around bass or drums or synth or even just Brandon's vocals and maybe some piano. But there's probably not going to be any guitar driven songs on Wonderful, Wonderful because Dave wasn't in the band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
the, it's just that the guitar wasn't very forward is all. Yeah, it's there, but I, I don't hate that. I don't hate this. I like a lot of the songs on Wonderful, Wonderful, and I actually think Out of My Mind is pretty good. It's decent. Uh, so it seems like other people like, uh, you know, Larky18 comments and says that it's good. And uh, I think that we've seen Stardust forever before, and they're the top comment saying it's the best song on Dub Dub. But we need um, more to read more Reddit threads. Larky18 says it's his least favorite song on this album, which is his favorite. Oh, I misread this. Mm hmm. Oh, I thought it was my favorite on my favorite. I forget. It's a fine song, but can't hold a candle to skull. Kind rut. of skull. <laughs> I'm just going to where I'm only so going to read the abbreviations. Skull rut LTC roof for me and can't get you out of my bed is just no. I appreciate that, Larky. I'm sorry that I didn't read your comment correctly. Yeah, this is great. Um. I am also kind of stoked. We didn't even talk about this when we did this song, Some Kind of Love, which our podcast has got the lyrics named after. <laughs> the abbreviation for that would be Skull, which is what like Vikings fans yell at their football games. Isn't that literally like Viking for it, cheers? Yeah, it's Viking. Yeah, it's like a Viking. It's Swedish citation. for cheers or something. Yeah, so Skull. Skull. All right, we're introducing the pot as Skull next week. <laughs> Welcome to Skull. Yeah, I think that that maybe presents the wrong the wrong image. Yeah, we're not that tough. I mean, Michael is, but I'm not. <laughs> anyway, so this is next thread. This is next thread. I'll be over here. This next thread. This this next thread. This is a uh, user Space Giraffe eighteen and. The thread is called Song of the Week number three, Out of My Mind. Hi, everyone. I wasn't able to make a post last week since I had a lot with midterms and work. By the time I had a post ready, I figured it was too late and would just wait for this week. I've just been behind on everything lately, but I can finally put something up. So this week's song is Out of My Mind. Oh, album. That's sweet. Album. Dub Dub. Released 2017. Explanations from Brandon, quote, went back to b back with Springsteen. You turned and rolled your eyes. Flowers explained, I sang Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. I was trying to impress my wife, but she just wants me to be a good person. And she's not that impressed. Tana, we all think you're great. And shit like this makes us like you more. Uh a number of songs in Wonderful Wonderful are about this situation, and Flowers says that writing personal songs such as Rut, Life to Come, and Out of My Mind has helped. People are getting more informed on mental health and raising awareness and changing the stigma, he adds. This can only be a good thing. I think there is power in talking about it. Addressing it on these songs wasn't easy, but it feels powerful. I've never been prone to these feelings. I've been relatively unscathed. A lot of people that are artists probably had a lot different upbringing to what I had. The Sun, 2017. Uh, do we want to read the rest of this or should I should I just stop? No, there? stop okay. there. Stopping there because we got comments. We got top comment. Sam still reading. Yeah, he's still Who reading says, this fucking wall of text. <laughs> the intro is so earnest, though, I will say, you know, like what a close community when you're like, sorry, everybody. 
I had life shit to do, so I didn't make this killer's post. You don't have to apologize, okay? I mean... Space Giraffe, we, we do, love you. Space Giraffe, get your work done and be proud that you got your work done. And then come back to the killer's posts when you're ready. And you did. You did a great job. So, <laughs> sorted by controversial. So wholesome. Sorted by controversial. Mr. E. Brightside says, I really want to like this song. That's all about all I have to offer. <laughs> what a what a backhanded compliment. I really want to like this song. Uh, wow. Twinkies and Wine, great username, says, This is a song that grew on me. I'll admit I've never paid much attention to the lyrics, but it's one of the few songs from Dub Dub that I keep on my playlist. Thank you for writing this out. It gives me new perspective into a song I previously enjoyed without context. Just like how we enjoyed that comment without the context of reading the rest of the thread. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Any other well, ones worth reading on that thread? I, I don't Nothing's sticking out to me. All right. Here's another. Here's another quality one. Quote. This is from Tennis Boy 78. Am I the only one who doesn't like the song out of my mind? Like at all? Feels kind of flat to me. Definitely my least fave off of Dub Dub. Uh, top comment is LC Sasus or LCXs Sykes LCXs, uh, frequent contributor on the subreddit. Oh boy, Out of my mind is so relaxing. Oh Obviously, boy, it doesn't feel like your typical killer song, but I love it so much. The lyrics are pure gold. Oh, fuck, sort by controversial. Well, there they are. Oh, wow, and it's hidden. My chops oh. don't cry. Negative six fucking downvotes says it's one of the worst killer songs of all time, but still nowhere near as bad as have all the songs been written. Have we done? Have all the songs been written? I feel like we have. No, no, we have not. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, th I thought we tried to get all the shitty songs out of the way. We got to have fun with have all the songs been written. We got to have a special guest on the pod. Who? Billy Joel. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get Billy Joel. What a leap. Hey, Billy Joel, you want to be on this podcast about the killers? Because <sighs> he's like 90 fucking years old or something at this point. <laughs> what do you want? You want to talk about the killers? No, I never killed anybody. Sorry, I'm just this is my <laughs> this is my. <laughs> I really want to get. Let's get Dave Grohl on the pod. I hate to say, he would probably do the podcast. That'd be fun. Billy Joel, for the record, is only 71. I'm just. Yeah, he's 90. It's like, I'm pretty sure Billy Joel isn't so old that he just like shouts and grunts. I like that version, though. I thought that was funny. <laughs> he still performs live at 91 when he's like that. I mean, yeah. Fucking what's his name? Does it? Oh, yeah. What's his name? The guy from the Rolling Stones. Oh, Keith Richards? Yeah. He's pro no uh, Mick Jagger. He's like 100. He is pretty. He's up there. He's 77 for the record. He's wow. also not that old. Spencer is like a toddler seeing anyone who's above 18. Wow. They're 100. <laughs> it's like that vine. <laughs> I'm a grandmother. 
How old are you? 16 or some shit. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? No, I've never seen that vine. Oh, boy. Okay, hold on. We have to watch it now. Vine. All right, Spencer. Check your sights. What? Uh, here it is. I'm so sorry. We have to watch this. This is actually a great vine, but still. I am, I am old. How old are you? 16. And my grandmother. <laughs> I can't believe you've never fucking seen that. Wow, that was incredible. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Okay, so next thread. Uh, okay, now, of course, where there is good or where there is bad. Uh, We're going to the next thread? Yeah, next thread. Okay, I, this is, I'm reading the title of this one. Do it. Unpopular opinion. Out of my mind is top three wonderful, wonderful songs. Also, Battleborn is a this. Sorry. Also, Battleborn is a better album than Wonderful, Wonderful. PC newer wrong wrongerton one. <laughs> also, like, what a strange title. This is like title gore because you're first talking about Wonderful, Wonderful, but then you also want to go on to mention Battleborn. Like, just stay on topic, PC newer Strut. We can talk. This could be two separate Reddit threads. It's also like very wrong. Yes, it's incredibly misinformed. Out of my mind is not a top three. Wonderful, wonderful song. It maybe it maybe could crack top five. It's like six, I think. For me, yeah, that's the. I mean, that's that's about where I'm at with it. We'll get there. I don't want to spoil the rest of the pod, but Battleborn is a better album than Wonderful, Wonderful. Wrong. No. Yeah, I think that. I will. I, what I would say is that there are songs on Battleborn that I like better than any songs on Wonderful Wonderful. Is that fair? Yes. No. That's exactly. Like, what I, I was think. Say. I think there's nothing on Wonderful Wonderful that's better than Runaways. But agree. I don't think overall. I mean, Battleborn has some real snoozers. Yeah. Okay. And stinkers. I think. I think the highs of Battleborn are better. But the lows are so much worse that <laughs> it 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 automatically makes the album overall worse. Yes, it really. I, there's some songs that really drag it down. Wonderful, wonderful is like so bad it's good, but it's consistent so that like you know front to back, it's it's pretty okay. It's it it's, is pretty okay. It's not like a, an immediate classic like imploding the mirage, but. It's definitely not bad, like the bad shit in Battleborn. That's true. They say, yeah, I mean, so the overall, I disagree with you. I'm going to read the the content of this uh, thread. I'm in a debating mood. My opinions are pretty self-explanatory. Out of My Mind is an incredibly slept on song in that album. Battleborn, to me, is a more cohesive piece that had much higher highs for me than anything on Wonderful, Wonderful. That's fair. Fight me. See, yeah, that's we just said that. Yeah, that's exactly what we just said. It's always weird. We're not being disingenuous. These are Spencer and I's real authentic. I had not read this at all. Yeah. When I was coming up with these thoughts and opinions. Yeah. So, hey, we're with you, PC Newer. Edit. It turns out my opinions aren't so unpopular anymore. 
Haven't really been in the sub for a while, but when Dub Dub came out, I recall it being liked better than Battleborn, and that Out of My Mind was generally not talked about. Uh, Jousta says Battleborn greater than Dub Dub isn't going to be an unpopular opinion around here. I'll give you the Out of My Mind take, though. I'd put it second last on that album. I don't think it's that Mm. bad. No, no. It's better than several songs. Uh, but comment deleted by user is most controversial. Bummer. Okay. Uh, yeah, but we do have a we have an appearance from a Chops Don't Cry. Where? Who actually has a positive ratio here? Uh, Chops Don't Cry says every killer's Ooh. album is wow. Every killer's album is better than Wonderful Wonderful. Dave is badly needed for the next one. If not, I'd much rather Brandon release his third solo album than see another Wonderful Wonderful. <sighs> My chops don't cry. How can you be so brave yet so wrong? Then My Chops Don't Cry has a second comment that says, then again, I am known around here as a hot fuss fanboy. Oh, we don't know you as that. But I've half the same opinion from day one. Dub Dub has at best three classic songs being Dub Dub, Run for Cover, and The Man. <sighs> Dub Dub is the only good, like, classic song that you just mentioned from those three the man is whack and run for cover is okay but i mean i think that out of my mind is better than the man the man is so corny to me mm, yeah i agree with that but I, I really like the man i'm the wrong person to talk to about this what about uh the mom uh absolute classic written yeah. by geniuses uh absolutely perfect Keep on keeping on. People sleep on some kind of love. That's one of the best songs on this album. Uh, Yeah, it's the best. You know, we based a whole podcast about it. As we should have. Exactly. I forgot how many damn people are listed with writing credits on the man. (laughs) Did you just look at the. It's like a fucking clown car of songs. It truly is. I was like, man, what else is on Wonderful, Wonderful? I can't play it in my head top to bottom. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, boy. The cover is pretty good. It's not great. It's not like the greatest song of all time, but I'm not going to talk all about Wonderful, Wonderful. I just will say that I I don't think that every Killers album is better than Wonderful, Wonderful. Exactly. Oh, boy. There's a lot of Reddit. We need to we need to I don't want to say we should pick up the pace, but we are 40 minutes in and we haven't even finish the reddit section okay okay let's go to the next reddit thread okay so this is from foiled cranium and there's another fucking wall of text here okay okay so quote what? uh the thread's just called out of my mind and this is from foiled okay. cranium quote before i get possibly beat up in the comments i want to preface this with saying this i loved wonderful wonderful hard agree And I'm a strong ambassador, preacher, and sometimes apologist of the killers. Out of my rind, out of my rind, is straight slept on when it comes to the killers' discography. It's a great pop tune with some really, really soft, mellow hooks. It's dreamy as shit, and I love it. Top five track on the album, maybe best on a day that I love it more than usual. Now, with that said, I want to make a bold claim. I understand the album comes from very deep moments in Brandon's life, and I appreciate the hell out of it. 
but the second verse of Out of My Mind is hard to connect with. Oh, boy. What? In general, music listener isn't one. Oh, the general music listener isn't one of the point five five zeros point five zeros five percent of the human population that has had experiences with both Bruce Springsteen and Paul McCartney. Speak for yourself, friend. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking bonkers. What? What? Okay, we're we're done there. You 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 are are you serious, buddy? Okay, Michael. Uh, you've had experiences with both, right? Yes. I mean, this is the the thing that's bonkers about this is it's like you're not. It's not like one of those artists is underground or yeah, it, obscure. It's it's like or saying that they're oh, so yeah. wildly different. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not like if you were like. He had mentioned like Tupac and Paul McCartney. I can see those two being like, okay, yeah, maybe some people who like Tupac don't like Paul McCartney and vice versa. But Bruce Springsteen and Paul McCartney, like, that's like being like, you know, I it's fucking crazy because people who like apple pie don't generally like cherry pie. It, it was more like to me, I was like, it would be as if you were saying. Yeah, you're not one of the point oh 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 five percent of the population that's heard both NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> like, OK, I get it. They're not quite the same genre, but they're both massively huge fucking artists from the same fucking era. Right. It's so true. I mean, it, it, it's very. Of course. Boomers are gonna love both Bruce Springsteen and Paul. Bruce Springsteen and Paul McCartney. I don't know what's up with me with these S's today, but they're you know, you're right there, Michael. Uh, you said, you I should have done my elocution practice. No, as soon as I started saying that, uh, like I had, uh, I almost burped. So was, you should have just burped. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. I'm the just keep talking. Am I the burpy one here? And then I you're have to definitely the burpy one. Yeah, I don't edit that shit. Like, come on. Why do you think half of our episodes are people stop listening after like 12 seconds? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to read past that because this person's wrong. Uh, Sort by controversial. Your first Russian. Oh, this person 100% has an OnlyFans. Uh, No, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. They're like they're like younger than I thought they were. <laughs> Spencer's going to jail. I the podcast. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason this song hasn't gotten big. Everyone can substitute those figures with matching ones in their head. Like no one or not so many people has been abducted by aliens. Yet we enjoy Spaceman all right. And I really love the metaphor of a kingdom that's probably it for the song. Oh, and that's probably it for the song. What? <laughs> I don't I'm I'm lost here. I I either my reading comprehension is worse than usual, which it might be, or I just I don't know. Oh, I don't want to read any more of this thread. Let's go to the next one. There's still <laughs> one more Reddit thread, and this is the most important one in the in the entire episode. Oh, okay. really? It truly is. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. A terrible username, though. Okay. So this is 
We're not going to read that username. I am executive decisioning it. Look it up if you really want to look it up. The thread is called Best Saga Bone versus Mind. Team one. This is Team Bone, by the way. Bones, I feel it in my bones, flesh and bone, and fire and bone. Team two, this is mind team. Change your mind, read my mind, out of my mind, peace of mind. All right, Michael. Now, here's here's the caveat to the question of bone versus mind. Based exclusively on songs that we've done for the pod. Oh. Already. Bone or mind? Well, that's it's really not fair to team mind because we've only done out of my mind. Yeah, because the mind songs are, are way all, better. Yeah, are way better. However, yeah. at this current moment. Bone Bones. wins. Yeah, yeah bone, bone wins. wins. Absolutely. We've Every, done two of the four of the bone songs listed, so. Yeah, but we do have, I mean. Bones is going to be done probably around Halloween time sometime. Like if it's not like a 10 episode, then we are probably going to make it the episode that comes out the week of Halloween. Spoilers. Uh, Hot dog. Uh, There's let me see the top comments. The top comment is from Sofer Zero, who says, I think I might like more songs in the Bone Saga, but I just can't vote against Read My Mind. See, I agree with that, but Read My Mind has been a big problem this week. Yeah. Which I will, which I will get to. I mean, there's nothing else. There's nothing truly controversial in this thread. The yeah. most, most controversial comment is just explaining why they're Team Mind. Yeah, but, ba- basically Team Mind, but... Unfortunately for us, the podcast is currently on Team Bone. Right. We're Team Bone currently. Team Bone. Team Bone. Going, going, posting that on the Twitter. Just Team Bone. Yeah. Team Bone. No, no. Post it like a boomer. Post, Post it like a boomer and put Team Bone and then hashtag Team Bone. Team Bone. Hashtag. Team Bone. <laughs> Watch this be like secretly some sort of weird racist thing. Uh, at least you posted it and not me. So I have uh, plausible deniability. Uh, apparently there is actually a hashtag Team Bone. However, follow, follow it. However, it's related to, among other things, bone in buffalo wings versus tendies. Oh my god, well I'm definitely not Team Bone. Team Bone every known. day of the week. The podcast is officially Team Bone now. You encourage no. this. Too no. late. Damn it. Too late. I mean, it's really not that bad. I will eat bone-in wings. I just prefer tendies. Well, yeah, because you're like a 12-year-old. No, it's just way easier to eat. I'm not trying to deal with the bones. You get way more meat for your buck in this tendies. Okay. They're better with multiple sauces, too. It's fine. Do you have do you have a chocolate milk with your with your tendies? If I'm lucky, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Dibs on lyrics. 
Okay. Wait, you're reading the lyrics? I'm reading the lyrics this week. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. Okay. So we've got, we're doing lyrics now. This is lyrics time. It's time for lyrics. Sit your ass down. It's lyrics time. Read the song bio. All right, this is by Finn Robert. Out of My Mind is the eighth song on the Killer's fifth studio album, Wonderful, Wonderful. AKA it's dub about dub. Brandon Flowers and his need to win the admiration of his wife, Tana. He uses previous collaborations with other rock superstars, such as Bruce Springsteen and Paul McCartney, to show his prowess in the industry. Tana, in my opinion, looks past his fame to love the actual Brandon. Written by, and this is kind of interesting, Ronnie Mark and Stuart Price are listed before Brandon. Interesting. That's kind of crazy. Okay, verse one. We're building up a kingdom. We pray it never falls. I can lose my temper. Uh, this is from genius user Sam Whale, who says, an issue that can arise from being in a relationship with someone with metal issues. I know they mean mental issues, but... <laughs> I don't have enough silver is that if you snap at your partner in a split second of unwarranted anger, it can lead to some serious new insecurities forming in your partner. In these instances, when Brandon snaps, his wife puts up metaphorical walls between them, tearing their kingdom in two. In those instances, you can't just hope and pray everything will be okay. You have to work it out, which Brandon seemingly hates, as he says in the next line. You can put up walls and I hate when it gets serious. It's like we're going blind. Take the needle off the record. I can't stand another chorus about Juliet's control over mystified mankind. Chorus. But I can't get you out of my mind to get you out of my bed, to get you out of my heart and my head. Thank you. Oh, by the way, we should talk about those lyrics, even though there's not annotations. Go. Um, That's interesting. You know, sometimes it can be incredibly insightful to know what the song's about because Brandon's lyrics can be so impenetrable. Yeah, exactly. And that that whole end of verse one where he's talking about, I can't stand another chorus about Juliet's control. Uh, that okay. So maybe this is Brandon getting irritated when they there's like some sort of uh rift in their relationship where he feels like he has no control. You know what I mean? Is Juliet Tana? Because I mean, Romeo and Juliet is definitely how Brandon sees himself in Tana. Oof, that's not a good. That's that's not a good asper relationshipal aspiration. Romantic aspiration. Um, that's that is I that's almost on par with like people who who, you know, idolize. Is it, is it not? But but yet in the cultural zeitgeist, Romeo is always considered like a Casanova of sorts, somebody who's good at romance. No, he's a fucking dweeb who kills himself. Yeah, it's totally that story is totally bonkers, but that's not we're not necessarily talking about. The full plot of, Shake- of Romeo and Juliet. Shakespeare. The plot of Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It's the all plot of Shakespeare. The, the Shakespeare. Movie. The Shakespeare cinematic universe. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, Romeo is not someone you should aspire to be. 
He's someone that if he had just communicated a little better with the woman he was in love with, wouldn't have fucking died, you know? And people are like, oh, hey, Romeo, or there's a rapper Lil Romeo. And, you know, just Romeo is a popular name, too, for just men in general. It's not like people are like, oh, yeah, what a fucking dummy. <laughs> no, Romeo must be good at romance. He's so good. Him and Romancio. Romancio. Though I guess in Shakespeare's time, getting to 16 was like a feat. So. Oof. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just I was going to say you people, could rent a car at 16 back then. If <laughs> you could open an account on TD Ameritrade, it's sick. <laughs> Keep going. I want to see how many of these you can do. You could own property in Sweden. You could drink. <laughs> yeah, you could drink anywhere. You. Oh, God. This is a stupid bit. You know, I'm not even going to say what my what my comparison was because yours was so much better than mine. <laughs> it, well, that's it was it was all the people who idolized like the Joker and Harley. Oh, God. also awful. Yeah. Awful. Fucking come on, people. Do you. Yeah. Just stop idolizing failed and or abusive, shitty relationships. It's 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 bad. Hi, welcome it's to like, Soul of a Truck, a self-help podcast. Anyway, live, laugh, love. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, live, laugh, love. <laughs> um. <laughs> Namaste, you guys. Go in peace. Uh, and uh, next week, uh, Virgo is in Mercury. Virgo is in uh, Marinara or whatever. <laughs> Isn't so that, that means that uh, every bit of gnocchi that Spencer makes will be slightly lemony. Hmm, that actually sounds really good. Yeah, I blessed you just now. I should put some lemon zest in my gnocchi. That sounds like a really good idea, actually. Well, what is a what is a zester, Spencer? I'm, I've been wondering. Okay, so zest is the outer part of a citrus rind. Like you know how there's like the the peel, and then inside the peel there's like the white stuff, and then there's the actual citrus fruit. Gotcha. Okay, the outer peel, the outer part of the peel, is where there's like a ton of oils and flavor compounds that give you the taste of a citrus fruit without all the acidity. And so oh. you can kind of, it's basically like essence of that flavor. Um, another thing you can do with rind is if you peel the rind off instead of a, use a, like a grater to zest it, you can make uh, something called a, uh, oleosaccharum i think is what it's called where you make sugar and uh, citrus peels and you just sort of let them sit together for a while and eventually it draws out all the oils and it literally gives you an essence an oil essence sugar syrup that you can then make like fruit flavored sodas out of that are really really good wow i did huh. not know that i know this is what i'm here for Welcome this to Solar Truck, podcast. a podcast about the culinary arts. Okay, so anyway, verse two, I storm the great the greats of Gaceland to make you realize. Nailed it. 
this is uh, this is a annotation from user Cooper Henderson, who says this line serves two functions. In addition to showing us the sort of crazy things Flowers is willing to do to impress his wife, it is also a clever transition into the following line about having gone back to back with Bruce Springsteen. In the video below, Bruce tells the story of the night he hopped the fence at Graceland. We're going to watch that video. Okay. This is a song. Was a was an old Elvis Presley movie song. I always liked it. And that's the first thing I remember when I was a kid was I'd come downstairs in the morning and my mother would always have the radio on while we were eating breakfast before we went to school. And I can remember, I guess I was nine years old. That Sunday night when Elvis came on the Ed Sullivan show. What? You know, yeah, what? This is a long and story. It always stayed with I don't me. think it's going to be a whole video, is in it? 1975, we were in Memphis on the Born to Run tour. Yeah. Woo! I was but a young lad at the time. <laughs> but it was late. It was around 3.30 in the morning, and me and my guitar player, Steve, we called up a taxi cab to come and take us out to Elvis's house. And the cab came and he drove us out to Graceland. And we got out. I remember the night was real quiet. And we looked through those two gates with the guitar players on them. And I could see a light on in the second floor window. So I said, Steve, man, I gotta, I gotta try. I, and I jumped up I, over the wall. <laughs> Uh, got down on the other side and I started running up the driveway towards. So, so a few things that I've gathered from this, this long story, which we're not going to listen to any more of. Uh, Bruce Springsteen is secretly Brandon Flowers from the past, from the future. And it, it's really weird, right? Like, it's like he, they have like the same speech cadence. That's what I'm saying. That's Brandon Flowers from the past, from the future. Like he 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 turned 50 and or he turned like 35, which I think he's already 37. So obviously yeah. he got really buff. He went back in time. And then he became Bruce Springsteen because like who would choose that name, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bruce Springsteen is an assumed name. I don't think I don't think that's his real is it name. a nom de plume. A nom de plume. Uh, actually, his name really is Bruce Frederick Joseph Springsteen. He ain't fake, Spencer. Noted. But that was weird. That was totally Brandon, but it wasn't. He and Billy Joel are the same age. Wow. And you thought Billy Joel was 90. Huh? <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Went back to back with Springsteen. You turned and rolled your eyes. Uh, this is from annotator Berisi, who says at Pink Pop in 2009, Brandon Flowers was invited on stage to perform with Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. They exchanged verses on Springsteen's classic Thunder Road. This was obviously a huge moment for Flowers as Springsteen is one of his musical idols and a tremendous influence on his music both with the killers and his solo work. This line suggests that while Flowers was boasting about this moment in his career, his wife is not necessarily impressed. 
We should watch this video too. There's a lot of like okay. stuff this week. This is the greatest video of all time. Oh God. Uh, yep. It's literally like shaky cell phone footage, way too zoomed in. shirtless guy yeah that dude is feeling it shirt is like a shirtless dude he's got like a long sleeve shirt like tied around his neck like he's like a like prep. a cape yeah like a five-year-old wearing a, a towel cape to run yeah. around the house nude not for real that was so touching i really like the part where bruce springsteen said geriatric to you what was your favorite lyric um you know you said that but you're not wrong <laughs> the lyrics were just like it was like somebody with marbles in their mouth was describing like the plot of the movie natural born killers or something what would that sound like michael <laughs> Okay, next lyric. So I told you about McCartney, and that's a heavy name to drop. You know we gotta listen to this too. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. This is there was nothing in verse one. It's all in verse two. Uh, exactly. The, this is annotation from contributor Baresi again. On New Year's Eve, twenty sixteen, the Killers performed a private set for Russian billionaire Robin Roman Abrahamovich. That's private fucking in insane. That whole paragraph is just the craziest shit. What? <laughs> Okay. Holy shit. Keep going. For the final song of the evening, the killers were joined on stage by Paul McCartney. They performed the iconic song Helter Skelter from the Beatles self-titled album, also known as the White Album. <laughs> All right. An encounter with McCartney is something that should inspire awe from anyone, let alone performing a Beatles classic alongside him. Flowers props himself up, taking note of how monumental this instance was. All right, we got to watch this, too. All right, let's see it. Oh, my God. So this is Paul McCartney and the Killers, Helter Skelter. And this is the channel Sir Paul Are You. You know what, Paul? You know what, Paul? That is the most absent. Wow, for real. It just cut out. I didn't skip anything. 
Okay, so so it's so this is Dave and Ron. This is the full band, but interestingly, it's it's Jake on bass. Wow. What? But you know what's this is? <laughs> Mark just couldn't be involved in something with Russian billionaires. You know, one hard agreed. Two. At the very beginning of this video, Paul McCartney just goes, "What is going on?" And yeah, dude. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, I mean, you can tell how geeked Brandon is too. But uh, and he's singing with Paul McCartney. I mean, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? you're blown away. I'm just, I'm just, I'm fucking. There's so much baggage in that state in that like annotation. What do you mean? Just they performed a private show for a Russian billionaire at their at his private home. That's fucking bananas. Yeah, I would have never expected that as that's where they played with Paul McCartney. But hey. Jeez. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Next lyrics. You say you don't need confirmation, but I don't know if I can stop. Another annotation. And once again, from Baresi, despite these star studded performances, Tana flowers remains unimpressed by her husband's need for approval from his musical heroes. It is not something that matters to her, though. This may be some form of vindication for Brandon himself. None of these interactions change how Tana feels about him or their current situation. Even after hearing this, Brandon doubts he'll ever be able to satiate his need for recognition from his idols and peers. And Rita says, uh, I'll read this. I disagree. Okay. This isn't about approval from his peers. I see this more as him seeking Tana's approval and admiration. She doesn't need confirmation because she sees him for who he is and fell in love with him before the fame. She already knows how wonderful, wonderful he is. See what I did there? And she <laughs> feels he doesn't need to seek approval and impress her. But everything he does is for her, and he wants to be held in high regard because he loves her. Hence, he doesn't know if he can stop. Uh... I don't know what that, that... I don't know that the... I kind of agree. I think it's more about winning Tana's approval. Than it is about his, you know, his winning his musical self, idols, self gratification. Right. I think you know when the lyric says, "You say you don't need no confirmation. You don't need confirmation." It's kind of like, "I already love you. You don't have to prove that you're some big musician by playing with Bruce Springsteen and Paul McCartney." Because truthfully, even if he had never done that. He would have been recognized as an incredibly sex successful artist. Sexful? That, sexful, yeah. I mean, also that. And he's the man. Uh, he is the man. I mean, Brandon and the boys wrote Mr. Brightside, which is going to be an iconic piece of musical history forever. And exactly. This is yeah, I think I think that's what this is saying. Like Tana's saying, you know, you don't have to prove anything else to prove. Brandon's like, well, I want to keep going. I still love this. I still want to keep making music. That's fair. Okay, that's all you got for me, Spencer. That's fair. 
That's fair. Oh, hold on. Let me let me be even more dismissive. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. So crazy. Oh, you. That's crazy. How's interesting? O- how about oh, you? Oh, you. OK, chorus. Because I can't get you out of my mind to get you out of my bed, to get you out of my heart and my head. Outro. Oh, we're falling. 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 And that's the lyrics, everybody. We made it. Wow. Those were longer than I thought they'd be because those walls of text in verse two only. Exactly. There's a lot of references. Yeah. So I think that verse two, I mean, it it looks better now that I have read the lyrics and I know what the song's about. Because without context, I wasn't really sure that this was this was all about truthfully Brandon's experiences. So it's it is a personal song. Yeah. But if you're listening to it casually and you don't really know, it just sounds like he's making all these references because it's easy to make references and, you know, hook people in. That's fair. So, Michael. Yes. You know how many name the same as we've got this week. Oh, yes, I see them. I mean, honestly, this is going to be one of the more fun ones because there's so many different like genres displayed. Like, for example, let's start. Let's start right away with. Oh, boy, this is this is fun. So this is Bob B.O.B. featuring. Nicki Minaj and oh my God. their song Out of My Mind. This is the clean version, so we don't get all the funny swears. Sorry. Spencer, Spencer, you have to play up on this one. I have to just grab the drink. Okay, it's a rap video. Uh, it's uh, the person who I assume is Bob standing in what appears to be a cell in an insane asylum. And also Nicki Minaj is there occasionally. And he's wearing the he's wearing the the Hannibal Lecter mask. I mean, they already said out of my mind, but I want to get to the part where Nicki Minaj raps. I don't know who I, I know who Nicki Minaj is, but I don't know who Bob is. You've definitely heard a Bob song. Who? I can't remember what their his big song is. He did the song with Weezer, right? Maybe. What was his big song? I don't know. Magic. That's the one. Magic. There, there are nurses and they are dressed. You've definitely heard this song, Spencer. All right, we got to put it on here next just to educate. I'm distracted for reasons. Okay, you should you should play a different. You should play the video. Okay, because Nicki Minaj is hot. Is that why you're distracted? Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Spencer's got a bone to pick with that video. A fire and bone. Team bone, baby. Team bone. Every day of the week. 
can't you as soon as I start playing this song, I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way through because this song makes me want to die. But let's see. Let's hear it. Hold on. Hold on. What did you think of uh, that song, by the that way? Was, that was it sounded like a modern club song or like just something you hear on the radio. Yeah. Remember this song? No. This sounds like every Weezer song. But, but it's, it's a Bob rap. song. Yeah, it's a Bob rap song. That was in commercials too. Why? Why is there's Dude, a girl? Eat? There's a girl pouring fruity pebbles into the fucking sink. I really hope that sink's clean, man. I'm kind of mad. Why not? Because I love fruity pebbles are delicious, but my sink is not always clean enough to eat out of. So that's fair. Spencer, would you eat cereal out of your sink? No. In your Absolutely bathroom? not. Yeah, so that girl's bold for doing that. That'd be a clean ass sink, though. Ugh. That song was kind of a bop. I like that. You like that one? Spencer? Yeah, yeah, I did. You got a problem with that? I like I like Jeez. songs like that. Spencer, you've been hitting the juice, man. You're a little aggro. Uh, no, I'm I'm cranky. No, I just oh. I'm just defensive. Okay, okay. What's the next uh, name? The same. Okay, so next up we've got the song Out of My Mind by the band Mushroom Head. Describe what's going on. Um, some dudes in masks are looking like they're planning an attack or maybe playing risk. They're How do bands still do this? Once Slipknot did it, like why are other bands doing it too? They're 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 doing like mad fash vibes. Yeah. Like like but Adolf like mask sexy, face like over it, here. But like hot fash. There's like a hot babe. They all have masks. This is so painfully corny. It's literally like like oh, unto corn. Like right. The corn is way better than this. This is like a mix between corn and like Metallica. Let's see what the deal with Mushroom Head is. Um, they've sold a lot of records. Mushroom Head has? Yeah. Well, I mean, this video is high quality. It clearly has a budget. And they yeah. have their own Vivo, so... Who the fuck is Mushroom Head, though? Like, what is this? Okay, so Mushroom Head is... Um... A band from Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. That uh, is known for their avant-garde sound, which includes metal, art rock, and electro-industrial. And their imagery, which features masks and costumes. So, so they're basically just corn. Well, but Slipknot is more like yeah, this. Slipknot. But Slipknot. There's like fucking fifteen guys in Slipknot. So they're like they're Lordy. Just, <laughs> they're like the polyphonic spree, but like aggro. I like how we're just naming anonymous bands. 
Oh, here it is. Okay, we got to read this off the Wikipedia page for Mushroom Head. This right. is one of the most podcasty like digression episodes of this podcast. Dude, this fucking episode is crazy. I have no idea what's <laughs> going on. This is bonkers. This, just put, this episode should be called Drugs. Drugs. Relationship with Slipknot. In the band's early days, the group repeatedly saw accusations of plagiarism due to sharing a similar distinct visual performance to Iowan band. <laughs> fucking people in America's heartland and the flyover states are just getting fucking wild. These For real, dude. <laughs> Slipknot. But the Mushroom Head band members have heavily denied the claims of ripping off Slipknot and insist that they were instead the first to adopt the mass aesthetic. I mean, according to the Internet, 1993 is when Mushroom Head came about and 1995 is when Slipknot came about. So technically speaking, they're not wrong, according to Wikipedia. Yeah. So way to go, Slipknot, for ripping off Mushroom Head. <laughs> who's a Incredible. who's your favorite member of Slipknot, Michael? Uh, I don't who are the fucking members of Slipknot? I like DJ with the spike head. <laughs> DJ with the spike head. Or screaming um, guy hitting the trash can or whatever. Wow. <laughs> like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Incredible. Like, that's that's how I how would you name members of Slipknot? Aren't they all like isn't the only guy who's consistent? they have real names, right? Like, I know the main guy's name is like Corey, right? Yeah, I can't Corey remember Taylor. anything else about Slipknot. I but, never got super into. But Slipknot, Slipknot. They're, as far as I know, like mostly an anonymous band, I thought. According no, according they, to Wikipedia, they, they are not, but. I don't know, I like anonymous bands. I, you ever listen to Lordy to go back do to you, Lordy? Do you wear uh, Guy Fox masks? No, not those kind of anonymous bands. Mm. Like the kind where they're, you know, you don't know the members. Right, because they're masked and cloaked. Okay, next song. This is James Blunt's Out of My Mind. Wow, what a departure from what we just watched. I know, right? There's not even a video either. Sorry. We're, we've gone away from hot girls wearing tight outfits and into pictures of James Blunt albums. This is that James Blunt album. This is the one. Oh, is this is this the I just thought this is he... the big one. Oh, because it has a uh, bad day. Isn't that wasn't that James Blunt? Yeah, no, he did. You're beautiful. That's right. Oh, yeah. goodbye, my lover. James Blunt was a captain in the British Army. Huh? Of course he, he served was. in the Kosovo War. Of, wait, what? I'm so sorry. I'm going to pause you, James. But I just this has been one of the most insane episodes because like even the like outside of our discussion, like, OK, James Blunt is in the British military. That's just interesting. And that's cool. He served in the British military. You scroll down the personal life. 
Blunt primarily resides on the island of Ibiza. He owns a chalet in the Swiss town of Verbier, which he purchased in February 2007. It's a ski lift named after him there. What? What? What is even happening anymore? <laughs> he opened a restaurant alongside Carl Fogarty and Lawrence Delaglio at the top of the chairlift called La Vache. The same year, he was one of six victims of the News International phone hacking affair and filed for damages in a civil case. This is the most bonkers cuckoo Wikipedia wormhole we've ever had in, in this. <laughs> What's going to happen? Like the next song. It's gonna be like by a band. It's like uh, this band is all orphans, and they wrote this song while they were all recovering from polio. Uh, I I don't even know anymore. I love it. Sorry, I got a little excited, y'all. What's the next up? What's the next song? I, I uh, I'm still like reeling from James Blunt was a captain in the military. <laughs> Served in the Kosovo War. You're beautiful. This is for you, Kosovo. You're beautiful. And and then he's dead. You're beautiful. It's true. Okay, NBA Young Boy and their song Out of My Mind featuring Stitches. Oh, man. Oh, wow. This is like if they took the members of Slipknot and sewed their faces together, right? Yeah. NBA young boy. So many criminals inside the building when we walk in. If you ain't talking about no money, why the fuck you talking? You say you told in choppers, but I know you shooting nothing. I'm a legend in the streets, bitch. I'm always hustling. Spencer, you should do this at karaoke. I kind of like this. This is fucking good. I'ma let it blow. You about to get a bullet hole in your fucking dome. Playing around with me, I run up in your home, in your house. Put that duct tape all up on your mouth. I'm about to take wow. that you got stashed up in your couch. It's a robbery, but it's about to I don't have any pistols stashed in my couch. Spoiler. This is Texas. Well, every I like if I went into my couch right now and looked under the cushions, there'd be pistols just like as a virtue. Like people are like, yeah, them in the cushions, there's like, like there's like chips. cowboy six shooters right there. <laughs> Yeehaw! What'd you what'd you think of that song? That certainly sounded like a like a gangster rap song. It was it was okay. It it had a, a good flow to it. Do you believe that uh, Stitches and NBA Youngblood are hard? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely feel like these dudes can back it up. But, Hell yeah! You know, what do I know? What do I know? That that song was a banger. I liked it a lot. Okay, next one. Okay, so we've got Saint It Ed Ed Etienne and their song "Out of My Mind." Now I want to I want to point something out during this intro. I could have done so many more of these. This is a really common song title. Scluthy idea. This is from idea. channel called Timmy X Don't Be Real, Be Postmodern. Whoa. Are you alone? Were you asleep? Is it a good time? Just I needed to speak. Cause I can't get 
This is kind of a bop too. I like this a lot. This has been my favorite so far. There's a lot of lyrics to this. Legitimately a bop. All right, my favorite so far. Absolutely. I'm checking my local karaoke venue to see if they have this song. I want to sing this. I love this voice. No. So, Michael, what'd you think of that? That was a good song. I like that. I've appreciated that every every song so far has used out of my mind pretty quickly and early. I agree with that. Okay, so they have uh, only the Nicki Minaj song or the Bob song Damn. featuring Nicki. Well, Minaj. we'll have to learn the Nicki Minaj Bob song together. Okay, I'm in. You're Nicki. Hot. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? So this oh, is wow. Buffalo Springfield. Wow. And okay. their song, Out of My Mind. First appearance by Buffalo Springfield. I'm pretty sure we've had them on the pod before. No, we've never had Buffalo Springfield. Lame. I feel like I feel like whoever is keeping tempo isn't doing a very good job, right? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Left <laughs> By the way, none of these have had videos, so there's been nothing to describe. Except for the Bob video. Except for the Bob and the the metal one. The oh mushroom yeah, Mushroom Head had that crazy ass not fake Nazi thing going on. Yeah. I did not see that one coming. Hitler and thither. That was a boring song. Yeah, it really was. That's the type of song that you get murdered by Buffalo Bill to. Yeah, that would be like a really good song to play during a murder scene. Yeah, I a hundred. I haven't seen all movies by Quentin Tarantino because I have a life <laughs> and I'm not a film student. I thought you were just going to say I haven't seen all movies. It's like, oh, you haven't. Well, yeah. get to it, you idiot. Yeah, that's right. Gauntlet down. Everyone who is obsessed with Quentin Tarantino is probably a film student and also a stuck-up jerk-off. Uh, <laughs> but I would bet dollars to donuts that there is a scene in a Quentin Tarantino movie where someone gets murdered with that song playing in the background. It would be appropriate. It, it definitely feels on brand. On Brandon. On on Brandon. Yes. Okay. Okay. Next up, we've got fucking Duran Duran and their song out of my mind. Interesting. Duran Duran. Yeah. From D2 HQ. This has an actual video. Yeah, this has a video. Describe the video. Uh, A woman just unblew out a candle. Uh, It's this is this has. Wow. 
So this uh, is thing. where this is like straight up Panic at the Disco aesthetic, right? <laughs> They're all dressed in like Victorian frilly clothes, and there's like that shitty distressed grainy look that was really popular in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, the members of Duran Duran are like goth as fuck. Wow. Okay, well, for real though. Wow. This video, you have to like see it to believe just how painful it is because uh, I gotta see when this came out. This strikes me as like a mid 90s Duran Duran song. Right? It, no, it had to be late. Yep, 1997. I was like, man, like. Fucking straight out of my ass, I pulled that guess. There it is, 1997. Because it really, like, the distressed look, that, ugh, that, like, sepia tone, old style, ugh, and the aesthetic is, like, kind of, it has a very interview with the vampire style feel. Like Maybe I that's said. that's what they were going for. Like I said, Panic at the Disco called. Uh, they wanted to use their aesthetic. Yeah, right. For real. Yeah, like, that was, that was exactly... That was hilarious. That was great. Did they even did did I just whatever? I That's even, a song like a sexy vampire chick dances in a cage to. See, the only movie where sexy vampire chicks dance in cages is Blade, and they wouldn't be dancing to this. There's better songs. Don't get me wrong, but this is that's this vibe. That's what yeah. they were going for here. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. Like these lyrics, light a candle, lay flowers at the door for those who left behind and the ones who've gone before. Here it comes now, sure as silence follows rain. Jesus Christ. It's it's a it's a poem. It is a poem, but it's like the same. It's like the type of poem that I wrote in like a 14 year old, like a journal when I was 14. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Hit me with the next song. Just hit me with the next song, okay? This was a single for the soundtrack for the film The Saint, starring Val Kilmer. Holy shit, really? Yeah, have you ever seen that movie? Yes! What? Wait, okay. No way. In in a paragraph or less, explain that movie, because I've never seen it. Uh, It's it's like a Robin Hood movie, right? Like, The Saint I don't know. Val Kilmer, and he steals from... Like Simon Templar is a thief for hire whose latest job to steal the secret process for cold fusion puts him at odds with a traitor bent on toppling the Russian government as well as the woman who holds its secret. Those are a lot of words. Yeah. Uh, You know what? If you're listening to this and you've made it this far, uh, tweet at soul of a truck pod and explain the movie the same in one tweet or less. It's got an appropriate, the most appropriate meta score I've ever seen. 50. Nice. I barely remember this movie, but I watched it with my dad. Nice. It's got some actors in it. Okay. Okay, we've got, we've got two more. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right, who's this next one? Okay, so this is Vin J and Crypt. Vin J X Crypt. Out of my mind. And this is a music video. Okay. Hell yeah. Explain uh, Jake Tuohi Productions. 
this is like a manor, like a Victorian style manor. Big fucking, big fucking building. But inside, but it's, also it's apparently all abandoned. Uh, there's a white guy wearing a like respirator. Oh, he took his cell phone out. Oh, this is two white guys. We might be two out of our fucking minds to be in this rap game. What? They're too out of their minds for this rap game. The other guy just looks confused and annoyed. Right. Is he fucking rapping again? God damn it. Two rap songs this week. I couldn't. I didn't see that coming. They're both wearing backwards hats. So, so describe these two people. Uh, well, it's one chubby white guy with a beard, backwards hat, and he's beardy. And then the other guy's like a skinny white guy who looks like Deant, the guy ninja from the Antwerp, but like more American. And uh, the other white guy is also wearing a backwards hat, though he has more of like the loose, tilted backwards hat going on. Uh, they're both dressed like they are actively painting or perhaps doing graffiti. Yeah, this looks like a tagging situation. Mm-hmm. Right. I. Uh, okay. Yeah. So according to the this, I love lyric. I love genius. Sometimes this here's a project that considered YouTube rappers, Crypt and Vin J are working on together called Out of My Mind. It's a song showing how good they can rap, but at the same time they are calling out the rap game, calling the people within it fake, and with all the violence they think are too out of their minds to be in the game thinking they're going to succeed, but they know they probably won't. There was, there was no punctuation in that sentence for the record. Yeah. It was very hard to read. I don't know who either of these people are, Man. but, but you know what? Good. I good swear. Sometimes, you know, they have these rap songs like this. Those guys are both talented rappers. Don't get me wrong. But then I read, I'm just reading through the lyrics and I read, get to the chorus, which I suppose is probably a hook. We didn't get to it in the video, but yeah, that's a hook. It seems like it's sung by, you know, probably a vocalist losing my mind and losing my soul said, I'm just fine, but I'm losing control. Let's find Looking. it. Let's go. There it is. They grab some trash bags and they're walking away. So that's that's a very modern thing because this came out in I guess last year two thousand twenty, and this just seems like that that the way that chorus like slash hook sounds so uh, sign of the times and modern with that that you know the trap beat and then it's got this like old style it sounds like you're listening to Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack because they're like it's know, like a gospel singing chorus. like a work like a gospel work song or something and you're just like wow this is very this sounds like imagine dragons oof or what was that other what was that other fucking band for maybe what episode was that maybe it was the most recent one or it was one within the last two episodes 
you did a name the same and it was like uh, the same it was just like um, imagine dragons rip off oh god uh hold on all the pretty faces maybe there was joel plaskett all the pretty faces no not joel plaskett uh everything will be all right guys it might have been that it might have been everything will be all right that sounds right Eric Clapton, so. Above the Law, Night Riots, Isaiah Templeton, Jet. I don't remember. Do, do you have any idea how off, how long we've done this? Like all this shit runs together for me at this point. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Unless I go back and listen to these episodes like again, like I referenced earlier in this episode, there's no way I'm remembering that all. Yeah. OK, so anyway. Yeah, that's why I make the podcast description what it is every week that's the most underrated song okay this is <laughs> this is the last name the same and then we can go to Woo! live versions and then we can go to covers and then we're done okay Woo! so this is this is gentramel i don't know who that is gentramel whatever this is their song out of my mind i've never heard of this band Isn't this that, like that bicycle? I know that I'm not my best. <laughs> Flowbots? Yeah, isn't this? It's like discount Flowbots. I bet this. I bet this came out within the last three years. Am I right? Yep. Uh, last yeah, year. last year, May 29th. Yeah, this same fucking chorus, same style chorus, dude. Except it doesn't have the trap beat because it's not rap, but it's the same fucking like. I'm a man of constant sorrow. That was like legitimately discount flow bots. <laughs> yeah, that was that, was, that was Walmart. Also brand mixed with like bots. that fucking like there's just this new thing now in, I guess, electronic or like rock electronic music to make your song just go to a where the beat drops Wom. and your chorus is just like. Yeah, or or Imagine Dragons. That's actually not. Yeah. A, an inaccurate. Uh, description that sounded more like Imagine that Dragons. Sounds, that sounds like it's been done before. What what was that voice? It's the kids from uh, Home Movies. You ever watch Home Movies, Spencer? Uh, I mean, it's a terrific cartoon. I'm it's familiar with it. Uh, I'm familiar with it, but I've never I've watched like three episodes. It was yeah. The it was the probably. It was probably my least favorite song like show on that Adult Swim block. Well, Spencer, although it wasn't Mission Hill around that time. Mission Hill's great. I love Mission Hill. That show fucking yeah. ruled. But there's a exclusive. Let's talk about Mission Hill, Spencer. Um, Can we not? Why? I just I, I just don't feel like it's on brand. <gasps> well, fine. That's fair. Okay, you want to do some live versions? There's only two this week. There's lots of them, but 
Let's hear them. Actually, before we do that, I want to do one more thing. Fucking, we could have done this for probably a full hour. Out of My Mind is an incredibly common song lyric or song title. Yeah, Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. So the list that you just heard was super abbreviated. Michael would have killed me if I had done the full list. Yeah. Okay, so let's do their very first performance of Out of My Mind. First time live in Birmingham uh, on 7-11-17. So it's Jake and Ted and Brandon and, and Brandon. Ronnie. What era of Brandon would you call this? Flamingo. Well, no, no, not like, not like, you know, how we've got like, you know, uh, Hitler Youth Brandon and whatnot. This is cool dad, Brandon. He looks really good in this. Like, he doesn't have any epaulets. He's just, he's just a dude in a black suit. He's like, he's like Johnny Cash Brandon. Arms are really good here. Yeah, the backup singers are crucial. I really like the backup singers uh, in The Killers. We don't give them enough credit, but we should learn all their names at some point and you're right. Compliment how good they are because they really are really good. It, they've been using the same three people for like years and they're super good and they don't get enough credit. So shout out to the backup ki- singers of the killers y'all make the band what it is what'd you think of that live version that was good i this i bet because it was one of those live versions where the bass and stuff was you know it was a little it was muted it was a little chill muted yeah so i bet when you're there in in person because i didn't have the same feel of seeing it in person where you can feel the bass and all that I feel so, that. All right, let's let's see the next one. Let's see the next one. Let's see. Okay, so this is. I think this is, is going to be a fun song to see live. So this is live in Nippon Bokudan, or Bodokan, Budokan, somewhere in Japan. I don't fucking know. Let's do it. Nippon Budokan. Wow, look at that picture of Brandon. He looks like this is perfect. He looks like a JoJo's character. Okay, what's what's this is an image I need drawn as anime. So so it's Brandon. He's wearing like a checker shirt, and he's got a towel on, and the camera's oh, his the lighting is just gorgeous. Look this up. Just someone look this up. If you're listening to this, look it up. It's great. And I need an anime version of this picture. Anime Brandon. I actually really like this. This sounds great. Okay, 
get you out of my mind. That was nice. Still you know, no bass, but you know, I think you know, it's gonna I, be a fun one live. Yeah, no, this is really good live. You were right, whoever said that in the Reddit earlier. So do we want to do an ad this week, even though we had like a full cover section and didn't run one last week? Yeah. All right, we're do gonna it. we're gonna run an ad. Uh there's only two covers, so if you want to just turn the pot off now, you can, but you'll miss what might be one of the most insane single covers I've ever seen. Fair warning. So we're going to pause for, we're going to stop talking for four seconds. We're going to throw an ad in there. It's like 40 seconds long. And then, yeah. So we're going to do that now. So to preface this, I just found a random song called out of my mind, just to drive the point home. How many songs there are with this title? And I found a nightcore of it. And so we're going to play that to draw out the suspense for the insane shit that we're about to see. Okay. Show so, me. So this is the nightcore of, I don't know, some song called Out of My Mind. What's the image look like, Michael? Uh, it kind of, it's just like a standard anime babe. She's wearing headphones. She has like a, one of those impossible anime outfits. With like, uh, it's like a, maybe a onesie that connects to her boots. I don't know. It's black and orange. And she also has a cape. Okay. Like her boots are her. It looks like she's wearing leggings and she glued like soles to the bottom of her feet. Right. Like, she doesn't look like... Those don't look like boots. I don't know what song this is. Well, I do. I've never heard this song. I do know what song it is. It's Out of My Mind. Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. So I'm not going to hold it off. So this... Uh, yeah. So this is from the channel Maverick. Mav... Mave Rick. And this is The Killer's Out of My Mind Russian cover... And then there's a bunch of Cyrillic there. This, this, just describe everything you see, Michael. Um, this dude's just standing in the woods. It's a beautiful backdrop. It really is. It. And he's wearing uh, just like a purple shirt, a ringer tee. Uh, he just did the Christ pose. Uh, he's wearing a dad hat and aviator shades. And he's singing in Russian. This is incredible. This might be my favorite cover we've ever seen. It's first off, this is gorgeous. Yeah, the backdrop is just is so stunning. Is he green screened? I think he might be it green, feels screened. green screened. Yeah, this has to be green screened. 
Yeah, now that I look at the depth, the way his depth is interacting with the things behind behind him. We got duped, Spencer. They're getting better. This is unbelievable. I can't believe this version. Uh, I love Maverick. I, I want to pause it, but I can't turn away. Right? It's just so fascinating. Uh, the listeners probably can't. It's probably really hear, hard to hear any of the Russian that's being sung because one major criticism is that the lyrics from the actual song have not been ducked out properly. Uh, I hope that sounds okay in post. Well, I'll make it really loud. I don't want. I don't want to do anything with that. That is. That is insane. That is the craziest shit. I love it. That was that was worth an ad. I wonder if this guy's done other killer songs. Um, hold on. Let's let's search. Yeah, we got to look at Killers channel. If he's if he's done anything else that we uh uh well, uh, most of these are in Cyrillic, so it doesn't matter. He did a crisscross song. He did. Uh, he's got a video of them playing "Smile Like You Mean It." He has an instrumental of "Caution," which. Uh, oh shit! He actually has a cover of this song. Hold on. Like this is I. Not only are we treated to this gorgeous video, we've got a Gerwig. It's an acoustic oh, instrumental. Wow. He's he's sitting in front of just a hole in his wall with a fireplace in it. That's just a Russian fireplace. Does he ever take the sunglasses off? I don't think so. I I I, I don't I don't Maybe even... that's why he's called Maverick. Um, have we done, uh, when you were young, we have no, okay. We haven't, uh, here's the killers while we are young. There's caution, Mr. <laughs> Brightside. Ooh, 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 Ooh. I've got one. I've got one that, that is, I, I'm sorry. We're going to have to run for cover. He did that, but he also did one of our top five killer songs. Oh, let's see. No way. Green screened again. I think he really is in the woods. So is he going to sing in Russian? This is incredible. This is a legit karaoke version, so... Hey, <laughs> they much We can't wait Till 
tomorrow. You gotta go this is real. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. There's 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 oh my god, there's so many good ones of this. Um so so there's another one that I think there is there in the distance across the river. Is that this river is wild, perhaps? <laughs> Cover of On the Star Pond. Like we're having to like double translate back and forth because it's it's all Cyrillic. Like one of these is the song Mr. Optimism, which is possibly my favorite <laughs> cover of anything. Uh, okay. So, here, okay. One more, one more. And then we really will do final thoughts. I want to, I legitimately just want to listen to all this guy's things. This is so good. Oh, I'm so mad. We missed this guy. He might be my new favorite cover artist. This. Okay. You ready for this? Yes. Oh boy. No way. Multicam? Yeah. This is this is Maverick and his cover of On Top by the Killers, Multicam. Is he gonna sing? He doesn't say it's an instrumental. Please sing. Please sing. This is awesome. This is the best shit. I'm in awe. Incredible. This is this is so good. Okay. Um He's covered out of my mind like a dozen times, by the way. Well, he's doing a great job. If we can find more content from Maverick, he will re reappear on the pod. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of these. He did run for cover, which I think you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done run for cover. He did smile like you mean it. Oh man. Which wow. I think we've done that too. God, we have, we, yes. Uh okay, we need to do wanna do like exclusive with this guy? I feel like yeah. this is incredible. Okay. All right. All right. Future future exclusive ideas. All right. Michael. <sighs> yes. What are your Go final on. thoughts on the song "Out of My Mind" by the band The Killers? Uh, this is a this is a pretty good song. It's decent. Um, it's not one of my all time faves, but I'd put it'll be in my top half. Certainly, it's got some interesting elements to it. I like after hearing about that it's got a personal tone for Brandon. That you know, it kind of links his, the. It just fits with the theme of wonderful, wonderful, basically being the probably most contentious Tana and Brandon time ever been in there. Tana, Tana, whatever Tana. In no, no time, time, time. I wasn't correcting you. Tana. Yeah. Tana. Contentious time 
that Tana and Brandon have had in their relationship that has, well, or at least that has appeared in Killer's lyrics. So yeah. I appreciate it for that. Holy shit. Uh, so, my, so yeah, no, that's basically how I feel. This is a good song. I like it a lot. I think Maverick improved it in every way by singing it in Russian. Oh, and, 100%. And uh, I, uh, I think this song has artistic value and is good. Thank that's, you, Spencer. That's, that's, my, uh, that's my full review. So that was a hell of an episode. And uh, I would like to say, if you've made it all the way to this point, uh, definitely thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard and you want to support the podcast, definitely support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck, a killer's podcast. Follow us on Twitter. That's at soul of a truck pod, where I am usually there and sometimes trolling and follow us on Instagram where Michael once again posts insane weird memes that he thinks of off the top of his head and makes on his phone. Thank you so much. I've been, I've been Spencer Polio and that has been Michael Nance. Michael, say goodbye. Bye. I love you. (laughs) 